Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 28. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Becoming aware of the established connection to Mother, Father, God. The breath is your communication with Source, with love. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to address a topic you have heard me touch on briefly in previous episodes, and that is the seven rays of Mother Father God. You have heard me say Mother Father God expresses itself to us through seven rays of light, and I feel guided to offer more clarity and a deeper understanding about this idea. Just like in all episodes, please use your discernment. Don't believe what I tell you here, research what I tell you. And should you research the seven rays of light, you will find information that is not consistent. So on this episode, I have asked Source or Spirit to offer the information that's most in alignment with the highest absolute truth. This will be in seven parts, so let us start. And again, thank you for being here. Thank you for being on earth. I am in gratitude for you. And I see you in the brightest light. When the scripture refers to the seven seals, it is referring to the seven chakra system of the humanoid, our ability to be the receivers and receptacles of the refined transmissions or info from Mother Father God. Remember, light is not positivity, it is info. We will cover all seven rays in one part, and although there is much information about each ray, We will focus on points of interest or focus and leave the rest up to you for your own discernment and research. The first ray of light is the power of God. This ray is overseen by Ascended Master Al Mora. The first ray is the ray of will and power. It is an equilibrium of a negative and positive aspect. The negative would be complete focus on the self, the identity ego, to see the self as separate from all others and all life, to honor the illusion of division and separation, which does have a purpose. The positive aspect of this ray is the will of God's concern for all of life. To understand that we are essentially one by our interconnectedness 
as you come to know yourself as the all, you will harmonize and dissolve all inner conflicts, you might say. The first ray is the color blue. The second ray of light is the wisdom of God. This ray is overseen by Ascended Master Kathumi. This ray is the ray of wisdom and understanding. This ray represents our mental balance to activate the superconsciousness, which is a balance of conscious and the subconscious. The color of this ray is yellow or gold. The third ray of light is the love of God, overseen by Ascended Master Paul the Venetian. The third ray is the ray of balance and the need for expression. This is to have a need to love divinely. It's a integration of personal love which then we share with the world. The color of this ray is pink. The fourth ray of light is the purity of God. The ascended master who oversees this ray is Serapis Bay. The fourth ray is the ray of balanced thought. This is to honor the crystallization and manifestation that we are able to do, meaning we can focus our thoughts on a preferred reality or image, and as it becomes crystal clear, it will be manifested, because in the clarity of the vision, the feelings to match the vision must come to the surface, and this is what imprints on the subconscious and creates it in your reality. The color of this ray is crystalline or clear. The fifth ray of light is the truth of God. This ray is overseen by Ascended Master Hilarion. This ray is the ray of unity and integration. This is to honor all of the consciousness, not just the consciousness on earth but the consciousness in the cosmos as well, to have a deeper understanding that our lineage is in the stars, that there is no difference between us and the blade of grass, just our practice, to know that we descended, that we've come to earth and we are passing through. The color of this ray is green. The sixth ray of light is the peace of God. This ray is overseen by Ascended Master Lady Nada. The sixth ray is the ray of cleansing and transmutation. This is the process of the transcendence of the physical, meaning once we have integrated about 52% of our karma, we transmutate it into um, positivity, meaning our negative experiences, we gain a deeper understanding about them, we take the lesson, and then it neutralizes and polarizes into positivity, into information, to become aware, 
the color of this ray is violet more so purple the seventh ray of God is the freedom of God this ray is the ray of divine love and peace and rest this ray is overseen by ascended master Saint Germain Saint Germain is a representative of the I am presence so along with Saint Germain this ray is also overseen by Lord Sananda who we call Jesus on earth the color of this ray you will hear different theories but in this episode we will honor the seventh ray as white gold and violet now what the seven rays represent is the aspects of self your seven chakras represent memory centers your ability to access cellular memory through your integration of life lessons meaning when you come to peace with life you accept what is and then we take the appropriate steps to clear the way either through forgiveness or self love or creating boundaries only you know what you are currently working on as a collective today we are all receptacles of the seventh ray of divine love peace and rest saint germain is a very dear companion to each of us he loves us very much he was also who we call merlin this is the i am presence this is the goal if you can see the seven rays representing us not broken but fragmented you might see how we come to earth to pick up our own pieces to gather the lessons the information that leads us to ourselves so should you feel guided you can replay the seven rays and meditate upon each one and ask your guides angelic helpers and loved ones which steps to take to integrate that ray but know that many of the rays have been integrated already otherwise you wouldn't be here on earth in this timeline there is other rays of light however from our physical vantage point today we are only able to see the violet light that's the highest point of the spectrum that we can go to and beyond that the colors are beyond your comprehension we could not give you examples because you don't have the reference points within your memory to create the color so from where you are the five chakras above the seven you might say are colorless because you can't perceive them in the physical vessel yet however once you have collectively integrated the violet ray you will telescope the spectrum meaning the playing field will widen and you will start to perceive more around you more it it's really molecules bouncing back and forth that you can't perceive today you only see about 3% of reality 
So collectively, as we integrate the rays, yes, our reality shifts. We begin to see the love, support, and guidance that has been with us this whole time. Yes. feel guided to go a little bit more into detail about each of the seven ascended masters who oversee the seven rays. The first ascended master, Almora, he is a master of ancient wisdom and esoteric knowledge. You might say him and Archangel Mikael are best friends as he works to help us clear and shield our energy but not in a protective way, in a way that we understand our alignment is the only protection we need as a vibrational being. He reminds us to shield ourselves from ourselves, from our own negative thinking, our own lower vibrational thoughts, which is the only thing that can shift our vibration. The second ascended master, Kathumi, is also a master of ancient wisdom. Kudumi's message for us would be to stay focused because he understands the power of our focused intent. As a vibrational being, you have heard the saying, where focus goes, energy flows. And the more energy that's built up in a point of focus, the more momentum will be there. And then you will soon see this in your physical reality. The third ascended master, Paul the Venetian. Paul the Venetian is a world teacher. He is a kohan or the what you might call um, principal of the etheric um, retreat. He is a master of love and his message for us would be to express yourself artistically. To understand that your creativity and talents is a sure way to rise or raise your frequency. To be in the vibration of your highest vibrational self when we are creative. So his message would say, get creative, do what you love. The fourth ascended master, Serapis Bay. Serapis is the overseer of the Ascension Temple at Luxor, very popular during the timeline of Egypt. He is also a member of the Great White, Great White Brotherhood that you might research if that sparks your interest. His message for us would be, do it now. Do it now. Don't wait to go now. This would be honoring your emotional guidance system to take action based off of your inspiration or the guidance from source. He would remind us to honor the physical body, to love it and appreciate it, but don't rely on it for your next move, to rely on the heart space and your intuition. The next Ascended Master, Ascended Master Hilarion, of the fifth ray. Hilarion was a priest of the temple of the I Am in Atlantis, and today 
Some brothers and sisters who follow the I Am Presence consider Hilarion a saint because of his miraculous healing abilities. He is a principal healer, yes, and his message for us would be to focus on your divine and perfect health and to know that it transcends the physical. You vibrate at the frequency of miracles once you stop relying completely on the five senses because this is when we allow spirit to flow through the vessel and do what it needs to do. He loves us very much and works very closely with the children and brothers and sisters who might be facing sickness or dis-ease today. The sixth Ascended Master, Ascended Master Lady Nada. From our physical standpoint, you might say Lady Nada is the twin flame of the consciousness of who we call Jesus. Lady Nada is the overseer of the balance between masculine and feminine energies. She reminds us to honor our femininity, to appreciate the characteristics and attributes of the mother, the wife, the sister, and the daughter, and understanding that only through our femininity are we able to receive the refined guidance that is not the five senses. Lady Nada also plays a role in the karmic board, meaning when we exit the physical vessel, we have counsel with her. She helps us integrate our um, dualism or dualistic aspects if we still have them. She helps us come into oneness. The seventh Ascended Master, Ascended Master Saint Germain. Saint Germain is the keeper of the violet flame. Along with Lady Portia, Lady Amethyst, and Archangel Zadkiel. Yes, they are the keepers of the violet flame, which is your I Am Presence. Saint Germain would honor our alchemical abilities. He reminds us that we are magical beings, but he also reminds us it's not magic, it's alchemy. It is the understanding that we, with our focused intent, our visualization, and emotion or feeling, can transcend any ailments or dis-ease or discomfort that the physical vessel is going in. He would bring to us the Merkaba, which represents you in your light body. He would remind us that we can call on the I Am Presence daily, and he would suggest it. When you call on the I Am Presence, you are giving your free will to the Holy Spirit or the highest will of all. This is not to be confused with giving up your identity or losing yourself. You become more of yourself when you do this. So Saint Germain might tell us something like, work your magic today. Work your magic. Are you living in your preferred reality? Are your thoughts, feelings, and emotions in alignment with your preferred reality? What is your priority? Is your priority how you feel or is it the conditions around you? He loves us very much and he works with the world governments. He reminds us to have trust and faith 
that although the world governments and world leaders seem corrupt, and most of them are, they are still representatives of Mother Father God. All beings on earth have the God spark within them. No matter how relatively evil we believe they are. Remember, on earth we have experienced good and bad. But St. Germain reminds us, if a brother or sister is still alive, this means they still have the God spark within them. So yes, he reminds us that you are full of love. And love is the bridge that can carry you from here to there. And there is anywhere that you'd like to go or be. He was also known as Merlin in the timeline, a wizard or sorceress, but more so an alchemist. So he would suggest that we hone our research, come to know ourselves as alchemists. Yes. As we come to the end of this episode, I do feel guided to share some final thoughts in regards to the seven ascended masters. Remember there is only one almighty presence here, and that is the I Am. The seven ascended masters represent us, it's you, in that realm of existence. It is a reminder of the realm that you have descended from and where you still truly reside. Your physical body today, you don't see it like this yet, but you are an ascended master, yes. You are the leading edge of expression, the pioneers, the most pinched out, furthest point away from Mother Father God, integrating the information that hasn't been integrated yet. The seven ascended masters that we spoke of are states of being that represent aspects of you once you come to know yourself in totality as God, as the I Am. They are reflections, they are mirrors, sort of like breadcrumbs that don't let us get too far off the path. It is a reminder that you are stronger than you think you are, so don't doubt your strength. We're not supposed to be in full realization on earth. This is why we have fragmented our aspects into what we call seven chakras, energy centers or memory centers. And as a vibrational being, doesn't it seem logical that the chakra system or the memory centers are also emitting an energy? When you are in the fourth chakra of love, do you not feel love? When you feel love, do other people around you not feel the love that you are emitting? And when you feel unsafe and worried in the first chakra as if you're not home or wondering which steps to take next, do others not show concern or love and support for you because you are emitting this energy? So again, although we have addressed them individually and we do honor individual individuality, we must remember that it's us. We don't want to go further into duality and polarity. Now you are coming to know yourself as the only presence here. All parts have been called home. And in that, we are coming to 
know ourselves as what we call ascended masters, our angels, our aliens. It's all us. It's all you. I am another you. You are another me. In a future timeline, we will have a deeper understanding of this and be in joy and celebration. To be in love and appreciation. We have incarnated on earth at a very special time that will never happen again and it has never happened before. All of the cosmos is focused upon you. You have the world's biggest audience, you might say. There is so much love and support surrounding you, but as a vibrational being, you must perceive the love that surrounds you to become aware of it. So how do we do this? Notice the love within you now. Notice the love that surrounds you now. Where is the love? Where is the blessing? So hopefully we have a different understanding of the chakra system. Technically there are no chakras. Not the way that it has been described. It's you, fragmented. Referring to different aspects of self. It's like a biocomputer referring to a different part of the computer to access specific information. And when you go to the seventh ray, that might be the RAM or the motherboard where all the info is. But within the computer, there are crystals bouncing back and forth, sending information depending on what you're trying to receive or perceive. Probably not the best example, but it is a reminder of the machinery, the sacred technology that we are. So the chakra systems are translated to spinning disc and everything is spinning. You call it the Fibonacci sequence. You can see with your water. And as we see the water go down the drain, you might say, as above, so below, you are spinning back up to source, but you are also able to spin yourself down back into, into duality and density. So you get to choose. You get to choose. If you feel like there is still information to be gathered within division and separation, then absolutely go into your darkness so you can grow, become more integrated and whole, and then share what you have discovered with us. And if you feel like you are ready to polarize your reality into love or above, then keep going into your darkness so you can grow and integrate the info that makes you more integrated and whole. Either way, on earth we are going in and out, back and forth from what you call darkness and light. But now we know it's only self. It's an aspect of self. You are the darkness and the light. And once you integrate your darkness, you become the light of the world. 